What's up, everybody? This is the Hodgepodge Nothingness Podcast, and I am David Korb. Well, guys, uh, the Pirates yesterday decided to um, wait till like the seventh, eighth inning to really get the bats going, and it was way too late for that. But an amazing to see them go down ten nothing, getting no hit by Burns, and then come back to make it look like it was a game. If if you wouldn't even have watched the game, you would have thought, oh, they they made the game. They only lost eight nothing, but it wasn't like that at all. They're getting their brains beat in uh, by Burns on the mound, and they couldn't do anything against them, but we'll go ahead and get into it. Um, just to start early, I mean, Oviedo just struggled really bad, was giving up hits and walks left and right, um, allowed the leadoff runner to get on back-to-back innings right off the bat. Um, in the second inning, the blown double play, and then they did the replay, and to me it looked like the guy was out, but the, but they said no, the play stands, the call stands, and... and uh, and then the unblocked ball by delay on the ground allowed the runner to get to second base. Obvious walks the next hitter, then allows Yellick to put a ball in the river for a three-run bomb. Then he walks Winkler. And uh, then he throws a pitch, and it, it was an inside pitch. It was out of the zone, but barely. And the ump called it a, a ball. And Oviedo made like a, a gesture or something. Like I guess he had a reaction. The ump jumped up and walked out from behind the plate and like looked at him and put his arms out and like, I just thought that was there was no need for that. Why I don't know why that umpire had to react the way he did. Like it didn't look like to me that Oviedo really made that much of a reaction or said that much. But my gosh, the umpire had to jump up and like I don't know, but it it just I don't know these umpires, man. This year they've been absolutely horrible, and now it's like they're becoming real sensitive or to any kind of little thing that anybody does. But. uh but yeah, just Alviedo, he really struggled bad, and um, the the bats just couldn't couldn't get a hit. At one point, uh, Burns was throwing a perfect game, um, and then uh, all of a sudden, uh, you know, well, first they were down six runs, and uh, Swinski was up the bat, and I remember him watching strike two and strike three go right down the middle and not swing the bat, and I was just like standing there, like just befuddled by the whole thing. I couldn't believe he didn't swing the bat, and then Marcano did it before him a pitch. With two strikes, a curveball that was right over the middle at the knee, he he didn't swing at, and it, these guys just weren't swinging the bat, and it was it was just annoying to watch and driving me crazy, Be, uh, because when they did swing the bat early in the game, it was a lot of line drives, it was a lot of bad luck for the Pirates. They were hitting a lot of line drives right at uh, the opposing player, and it was just like, man, you know, just got to keep with it, swing the bat, you know. But they didn't. They they. Just rested the bat on their shoulder and nothing was happening. Um, but, uh, you know, Oviedo finally got pulled in the sixth after back-to-back singles. Contreras comes in. He goes on to walk Yellick. He gives up a hit to Winkler. and it becomes, Before you know it, it's 9 nothing. He gives up another hit, 10 nothing, And it's just like, Jesus, man. Uh, Contreras, he hit 96 on the gun. His fastball just still ain't what it used to be. Uh... They, uh, Joe Block, even I've been bringing it up for a while now that he's hardly throwing any fastballs. And Joe Block went ahead and brought it up. He said that uh, his ratio of slider to fastballs, two to one. For every one fastball, he was throwing two sliders. And uh, But in this game, he started throwing the fastball more. Um, he threw a change that was that set around 90, but a tail way on the batter um, on lefties. And then he threw a curve that was like, it was in the 70s. It was hitting around 75, 76. And, I mean, it had a lot of drop on it, but, like, I don't know. It, it, it was 
Rich Hill esque to me, like how they had him thrown. It was it was throw a ball in the seventies, then come with your ninety four, ninety five, ninety six fastball, or then come with the with the ninety mile an hour changeup. Um, I you know I I don't know if they're trying to turn him into Rich Hill now or what the hell they're doing, but but uh, it wasn't working because uh, sometimes he he would throw uh, that that slow changeup and they'd tattoo it. Or the slow curve. Um, so I, I don't know what they're doing with Contreras. I, 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 it's, I think they're just, because his fastball now has dropped a little bit, the velocity, it's like they're trying to have him throw pitches that are even slower. So that way he can just... But I was glad to see they're trying to get him to work on throwing people's timing off a lot more than just having him avoid throw fastballs altogether. So I was glad to see that, but it, it was just... I don't know, man. That, that guy, kid's still just not right. Um... Holderman came in for him to put out the fire. Uh, Holderman just came back off the I.L. Uh, he looked fine. I think he hit 100 once on the gun, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, then Sawinski, after watching strike two and strike three go by earlier in the game, he finally redeems himself. Uh, in the sixth with two outs, bases loaded, gets a hit, scores two runs, uh, ends uh, Burns' no-hit bid, which was awesome. Um, then, uh, all of a sudden, in the eighth inning, man, the bats just absolutely explode in the eighth a double by delay a single by palacios and then a bomb by sawinski again swings the bat and what's he do puts it in the damn stands at center field off a lefty by the way and man next thing you know it's 11-5 then joe walks then davis gets a hit towards the middle then marcano with a triple makes it 11-7 triolo hits the ball off the clemente wall making 11-8 and you're like, holy shit, these guys are they're they're on fire now. Like they might actually make a run at this and be able to tie them. And uh they pinch hit Castro for um for Bay and I just his pitch selection to swing at just just drives me insane. There was a pitch right down the middle, he doesn't swing at it, and then swings the pitches in the dirt out of the zone. And, of course, he has three balls, two strikes, a pitch high and outside the zone. It wasn't. It was just a straight fastball. It wasn't anything hard to read coming in, and he swings at it. And it's like, dude, you had no chance of making contact with that ball. It should have been a walk, but it ends the inning. So just Castro continues to be uh, a frustrating hitter to watch. And, uh, yeah, there's a reason why he's not getting to play a lot. But they scored six runs in the eighth inning. Just an absolute explosion by them. And uh, all the momentum had shifted to the Pirates. You're just, you know, the crowd was in it. Everybody was fired up. Uh, then, you know, it's top ninth. De La Santos comes in, gets a quick out, man, a real quick out. And it starts to rain a little bit. And next thing you know, the umps are like, nope, get the tarp out. And it's like, what? Like, it's hardly even raining. Like, what? what are we doing here? And it looked like Sheldon was even mad. Like, like he jumped up and it was like he wants clarification from them and, and why, you know, I, I could tell is what it looked like. Because, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that, that him and uh, uh, the, uh, the coach for the manager for the Brewers, I'm sure they want to get the game over with. So, uh, Craig Council. Um, but it, it, I don't know. And then all of a sudden it, does, it starts pouring. It absolutely starts pouring. But you're just like, man, they had all this momentum. De Los Santos comes out there, gets a quick first out, and, and just feeling that momentum, man. You can feel the energy, and here comes the rain. 
And, and you know, you're like, man. Now, 35, 45 minutes later, game resumes. Delisan just gets the other two outs. His two-seam fastball, man, was looking wicked yesterday. Um, but, you know, then the Pirates come back up to bat, but that energy was gone. You know, you're talking a 45-minute break, it seems like. Um, and three up, three down, game's over. They lose 11-8. And, uh, you know, it really stinks because I'd like to have seen with that momentum and that energy if they could have done something in, in, the, in the bottom of the ninth to may at least tie it. But, uh, but no, the game ends 11-8. Um, my MVP for the game, it should co- come as no surprise, it's Sawinski. I mean, two hits, one run, four RBIs. He did strike out twice, though. Um, but with Sawinski, that's kind of that's how it's going to be. Uh, you know, he's going to strike out a lot. And, and, and most of the time, it's, it's striking out looking at nowadays. Um, you will see some awful swings from him. Uh, but, man, when he, when he gets a hold of the ball, he is... He is an absolute powerhouse, and the kind of power that, that a lot of those guys on that team don't have. He's just he's just got game changing power. He really does. Um, and he was a, a, when he started swinging the damn bat in the game. That was when you started. You know, that's when you you see them start exploding for runs. But some of these guys, the, the approach they have at the plate, it always feels like they want them to try to get walked, and it drives you insane. And I get you want to work the count on maybe this. Uh, bullpen, they're not as good maybe, and, and, and maybe that's what you're trying to do. But like, you can't watch strike two in the zone and strike three. You're you're, you're killing the team when you do that. Um, my least valuable player, it it it's it has to be Oviedo. I mean, five five innings, eight earned runs, nine hits, three walks, one K, gave up a home run, ERA now four sixty one. Uh, you know, he had a really good game last time, and you're hoping to get that from him again. And he comes in, and right off the bat, you could just tell he didn't have it. He didn't have good control. Um, and when he did put the ball over, he put it right over, and they smoked it. And um, the Pirates, you know, the Pirates are trying to dig out of the hole they put themselves in, and they need their starting pitching to do well, uh, especially with the way the bullpen had been lately. And, um, yeah, I mean, he put them behind the eight ball pretty quick. Um, so, yeah, for me, he's definitely the least valuable player. And um, I'm – I. I really didn't think of anybody coming close to that, to be honest. Um, but all right, moving on. Um, top prospect watch. Let's go ahead and get into that because we got some guys here that are on the cusp of getting called up, I think, or at least soon, I would like to think. Um, so we're going to go to the Indianapolis Indians game. Their last game was against the Louisville Bats. They uh, won 14-8. to um, Andy Rodriguez was 1-5. for five. Uh he had a walk. His batting average is sitting at 258. It's actually up. He was struggling a little bit. His OPS is up to 735 now. Um, Choi, who's on his rehab assignment, he was 0 for 3. He is batting 364, though, and a 1.558 OPS in his small time uh, on his rehab assignment. Andujar was 2 for 6 with two RBIs. His batting average is 341 and a 971 OPS. Andujar is just destroying the ball. Um... So, uh, a guy that I couldn't remember his freaking name yesterday, Alika Williams, went 3-for-5 yesterday. Uh, has an RBI, his batting average 288 and 847 OPS. This guy, the Pirates traded for him for cast considerations. And, I mean, he joined the Indianapolis Indians and just absolutely exploded. Um, and has been doing really good for them. Uh, so, uh, just 
a nice ad, it looks like, right now by Ben Charrington, not unless he's like one of those guys that's like a, a quad A player where they can't do better after AAA. I don't even know if this kid's ever gotten a chance above AAA, so um, I'd have to look into it more. So, But, but just to see that him add this guy, and all of a sudden he's just tearing the cover off the ball, that, that's really nice to see. Uh, Quinn Priester pitched. Um, not the greatest outing. Uh, he did all right. Uh, four earned runs and five innings pitched. Had five hits, three walks, five strikeouts. His ERA sits at four five four, so not not the greatest outing um, for him. Um, let's see. Next one, go ahead and go down to Double A Altoona Curve. Uh, Altoona Curve won four to two over the Harrisburg Senators. Um, Pagaro went zero for five. His batting average is six two sixty six, and his OPS is eight hundred three. That just shows how good he's been doing. Because um, I remember his batting average was below two fifty. And his OPS was barely at 700. And now, even after going 05, it's 266 and OPS 803. So that just shows you how well he's been doing. Gorski, uh, he went 2 4, um, had a run, 254 batting average, 740 OPS. And Chang, Chang, who just got moved up from single A, uh, he went 1 for 4. His batting average right now in a short time with them is 103 and OPS 259. But give that guy time, he's really good. Um, pitching for them, Salomato went, went, uh, Anthony Salomato went, uh, five innings, zero earned runs, one hit, one walk, five strikeouts. Uh, his ERA in two starts, it looks like, is one, two, zero. So, Anthony Salomato is looking really good, uh, after getting, uh, moved up to double A. So, uh, good to see. All right, guys, so we're going to move on for top prospect watch. Um, Let's go ahead and do a division check, uh, just in case. I know it's been a little bit. I know we all gave up on the division, basically. Um, but just, just to give you guys a heads up, uh, Cincinnati is now 44-39. and 39. Um, they, lost, uh, they lost their game yesterday. Uh, they're 6-4 in the last 10. Their run differential is at neg- neg- uh, minus 21. Uh, Milwaukee, uh, after their win against the Pirates, is tied with them. And Milwaukee's 6-4. and four. And they have a run differential of minus 19. The Pirates are actually in third place um, still. Uh, they're 39 and 43, as you guys should, should know. And it went 5 and 5, so they've done a lot better lately. Um, but the run differential is still horrendous, uh, minus 34. Chicago's behind, uh, uh, behind Pirates at 38 and 43. Um, five back. Uh, they're 5 and 5 in their last 10. And they're. Uh, and they have a run differential plus twenty six though, so, and the Cardinals still in the basement thirty four forty eight, uh, nine and a half back. They're five and five in their last ten. Lost their last game. Their run differential is uh, minus twenty eight. They had the second worst run differential. Pirates with the worst, which is really bad. Um, if you're curious of the wild card, because that's that's the only thing I think the Pirates have to hope for now. Um, yeah, they're they're six and a half back of a wild card spot. They're behind Milwaukee. Cincinnati and Philadelphia. Um, the three top wild card spots are Miami at 48 and 36, Dodgers at 46 and 36, San Francisco at 46 and 37. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough road, guys. I don't I don't really foresee uh, unless they get on a huge winning streak here. I just I just don't see them. I just don't see them being able to pull it off. Um, but. I really hope that they get on a big uh, winning streak here, but they've got a tough schedule coming up with L.A. and uh, the Diamondbacks uh, coming around the corner. But, all right, we'll go ahead and get into the pregame for today. Pirates play at 135. Um, it's going to be Rich Hill taking on Colin Rea. 
Uh, Conrea for the Brewers, he's a righty. In 14 games, he's 4-4 four four with a 4-5-7 ERA, uh, 69 innings pitched, um, 57 Ks, and a whip of 1-2-2. So ERA is okay, not that great. Um, his whip, though, is not too bad, though. So I, I'm hoping the Pirates will make him look like, you know, Randy Johnson out there or something. But but uh, Rich Hill's taking them out for, them, for us tonight. Uh, he's 16 games, he's 7-7 with a 4-4-5 ERA. Uh, 89 innings pitch, 80 Ks, a 1-4-0 whip. Um, in his last uh, start, he, he went six innings, four under runs, nine hits, two walks, four strikeouts. Uh, in his last seven games, he's got a 5-18 ERA uh, with 41.2 innings pitched, 24 earned runs, 18 walks, and 37 Ks. So, so not the greatest, not the worst. But uh, with a righty on the mound... Uh, I would love to see uh, Gonzalez get start today. I really would. Um, he's really brought a power bat with him up from AAA. I mean, I, I think he's got, what, uh, two triples in a home run or one triple, one double at least in a home run. Uh, the kid, he's been he's been really good for the Pirates. I'd like to see him get a start. Uh, Marcano probably will play. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him too at short and uh, second base. Uh, maybe you see Bay get a start. Maybe in center, they move Swinsky over to right. I don't know. I could see that too. Um, I think delay started yesterday, so I, I expect Hedges to start today. Uh, and really, we'll see what happens from there. Triolo will probably be at third. Uh, then again, yeah, I, I could see that happen. That's probably what happened. Uh, I'm not sure what to do with Davis. That's the only thing. So it's hard to tell. Um, but for me, I would love to see guys like Davis and Gonzalez out there triolo too i've really enjoyed watching him um and uh i don't think you can take santana out of the game his bat he's been absolutely on fire and the same thing with kutch so uh, they're gonna have to find a creative way i mean if i had to, if I had to look at the lineup and decide what i want i'd probably want still want henry davis and right i'd want sawinski at center and then left field i don't know i don't know who i'd go with and then i think you go with gonzalez and i said Marcon up the middle got to play santana at first dh kutch and I think that gives them the best chance to to, to win hitting wise, uh, but that's that's what I think they should do. Um, but you know these Sunday lineups with Sheldon, they always get interesting. So I really don't know. I really don't know what that man will do uh, for today. Hopefully we get good Rich Hill today. Hopefully they struggle with all his the seven different pitches he has. Hopefully he can really throw their uh, their timing off on his pitches, and maybe they get a series win, man. They go back-to-back series wins, build off this momentum before they, they get ready to take on L.A. In L.A., by the way. Um, and they swept L.A. You know, in L.A. last year. So, you know, I don't know if Lightning can strike twice like that, but we'll see what happens. But, all right, guys, that's all I got. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, please hit the plus button or the follow button to subscribe. It's free. I'd really appreciate it. If you did it on Spotify, I'd appreciate it even more. That helps me out uh, with the numbers. Um, don't forget, I'm also on the Steelers Sanctuary Podcast um, with David Beer for SteelersSanctuary.com. Um, I haven't been on it in a little bit because I was on vacation, but I'm sure we'll be doing a new episode soon. All right, guys. Take care. I'm out.